Listen, you have chose a tremendous week to be here. We're grateful each and every week you show up. We're grateful uh, for anybody who comes. If you're a guest, we're especially grateful that you're here and want to have a chance to connect with you when you leave. So please stop by our Connect desk, our welcome desk on your way out, just so we can get to know you and give you a gift for coming. But for all of you, uh, any week you come, we're, we're humbled by it. And this is a tremendous week for you to be here because uh, we have a special service for you today. Um, it's, it's my job this morning to introduce you to our new ministry partner, but that language is a little bit deceiving because I have felt that we have partnered with these guys for quite a while now. Uh, a few years ago, I got to meet uh, Pastor Jeremy from Wabash Valley Adult and Teen Challenge, and he enlightened me as to what Adult and Teen Challenge is and what they do. And we were immediately enraptured uh, by their gospel-based ministry, the success uh, behind it, and uh, they've been coming to our services off and on. You've seen them. They bring just tremendous energy to the room, um, and in and, and this last, our last business meeting coming into this fiscal year, we have officially adopted them as missions partners uh, with FBN, and so uh, we're here today to kind of celebrate that, uh, to introduce uh, this ministry to all of you who, are, who aren't aware of them, and to just uh, celebrate God's faithfulness uh, through his gospel and, and hearing some testimonies of how he's changing lives, and so please join me giving a big welcome to Pastor Jeremy from Adult and Teen Challenge. Love you, brother. Good morning, church. Wow, there's a lot of people here. I didn't see all these people come in. We are so excited to be here. Um, I think it's been two years. Was it two years? I think it's been two years since we've been here last time. Um, and we're so grateful to come back uh, and share what God's doing in the ministry we really appreciate you guys taking us on uh, as one of your, your missionaries, but again, uh, you guys have, have been helping us out and doing things for us ever since we first met, and, and we're really grateful. Uh, it's because of people like you that we're able to do what we, what we do, so thank you so much uh, from the bottom of my heart. Um, how many of you guys have ever heard of Teen Challenge? How many of you guys were here last time we came? How many of you guys weren't? How many of you guys have never heard anything about Teen Challenge before? It's a good bit. Um, how many of you guys have heard of David Wilkerson? Man, the whole last service knew who David Wilkerson was. You could tell the different age groups. So... How many of you guys have heard of David Wilkerson? How many of you guys have read The Cross and the Switchblade? Have heard of The Cross and the Switchblade? How many of you guys seen the movie? Those guys over there are telling their age this morning, Pastor. <laughs> Old movie, good movie. I would like to see them remake it. David Wilkerson was the founder of Teen Challenge in 1958. Uh, David Wilkerson um, was reading Time Magazine, and on the cover of Time Magazine uh, were some uh, teenagers that were going on trial for murder. And the Lord spoke to David and told David, go to New York and help those kids. David was a, a little preacher from rural Pennsylvania, just a, an old country boy out, out in rural Pennsylvania, and um, answered the call of God took off to New York City. Uh, to make a long story short, he, he went and met those boys, and through that, Teen Challenge was birthed. 
you look at these guys and you say it's not, it's not a bunch of teenagers. I, I understand. The program was so successful in the lives of teenagers that they began to open men's centers and women's centers uh, all around the U.S. Today we have over 225 centers here in the U.S. and more than 1,000 worldwide. The ministry, and this, this is what's incredible to me, is this ministry has been around for over 63 years, and it hasn't detoured from the DNA of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. It hasn't compromised. This ministry has not compromised. And it stayed the course of the original vision that God gave David Wilkerson. And, and because of it, many men, many women, many teens, their lives have been changed forever. And um, it's just, it's an incredible program. It's an incredible ministry. Uh, I, I remember when we, the, I think the first couple of times we ever went, went out to eat lunch, I kept, I kept saying the word true discipleship. Like I kept, and he was like, man, what do you mean by that? And then we began to, to discuss Teen Challenge. It's compared to um, what people call a spiritual boot camp. Uh, anyone in, ever, in the military? Um, you guys went to boot camp, right? That, that was a, a tough process um, where you learned discipline. You learned uh, everything that you needed to learn to survive in that atmosphere. And it's the same thing here. Uh, these guys wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. They have uh, five minutes. When I was in the program, we only had two minutes, man. So you guys are lucky. We only had two minutes, and our feet had to be on the floor. You had to be out of the bed, um, up and moving, or you got written up. They have five minutes um, here. The program's very structured. Uh, it, it's stick to the schedule. Um, stick to the schedule, and it teaches discipline and structure in their lives. Most drug addicts, most alcoholics, don't have that in their life. They don't have the discipline um, that they need. A lot, of, a lot of these guys have grown up in fatherless homes. Um, they don't have the structure in their lives. Man, you know, if I, if I was disciplined, I would have never went on a 20-year journey and destroyed my entire family. That's no discipline at all. And so we teach those things. Uh, these guys also go out on work detail during, during the day uh, where they, they learn different skills at work that, uh, you know, you'd be surprised how many men, no one's ever taught them how to read a measuring tape. No one's ever taught them how to change the oil in their car. And though those things may seem small, it's powerful because you begin to equip them for life. We equip them for life uh, on the job site. We equip them for life um, in their communities. And also, the spirit man. You see, Teen Challenge isn't so, so much concerned about the drug addict. We're considered, we're, we're like really concerned about the whole man, right? Most programs, most secular programs, 
or worried about the drug addict. We're worried, again, about the whole man. And our word tells us that if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Now, either that's true or God's a liar. We're not going to have our guys say that they are alcoholics. That'd be contradicting the word of God. We're not going to have our guys say that they're drug addicts. That'd be contradicting the word of God. Either they are new in Christ or God's a liar. I don't think God's a liar, man. I don't think God's a liar at all. These guys come into the program. They're broken in in every way possible, and out throughout the course of 12 to 15 months, God takes every one of those pieces, he puts it back together again, and he makes them whole. He makes them whole again. How many of you guys, how many of you guys know a drug addict? How many of you guys know someone that knows someone that's a drug addict? It's everywhere. It's everywhere today. I'm going to have the guys come up in a minute. I'm going to have some of them give their testimonies. You know, I'd probably say 90% of these guys were raised in a Christian home. Were raised in a Christian home. I was raised in a Christian home. I was telling the first service, I honestly believed with all my heart that my family had the keys to the kingdom of heaven. I thought they had the keys to the gate, man. We were all getting in. And the truth is, I had no idea who Jesus was. I knew a lot of, a lot of his scripture. I knew how to take this and, and have an argument with someone and hurt them with it, right, because I knew scripture. But I didn't know who Jesus was. And the truth is, if I would have died in my sin, I would have went to hell because on that day, it's just going to be you and him. And you'll be standing before the judge of this world by yourself. Mom won't be there. Dad won't be there. It will be you and Jesus. One of the most scariest passages in the whole Bible to me, Pastor, is in Matthew chapter 7. Where he says, he says, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We cast out demons in your name. We've done all these things in your name. Depart from me. I never knew you, you worker of lawlessness. Apparently they knew him. Like on some kind of level they knew him. What did that mean? Oh, my God. That was me. That was me growing up in a Christian home. I could have done all kind of stuff in his name, but it was counterfeit until I went to Teen Challenge and encountered Jesus for the first time. Kind of had that road to Damascus experience where God just radically changed my life. When you meet Jesus, you can't help but to be changed. Back to, to a, lot of, a lot of guys coming into the program coming from Christian homes. You know, the enemy hates you because you're a Christian. He hates your kids because they are Christian. And the enemy's not prejudiced. He doesn't care what your social status is. 
He doesn't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. All he cares about is destroying your life. Today, you're going to hear some, some incredible testimonies. Uh, but before we get started, I also wanted to say we have an information table in the back. And if you've never read The Cross and the Switchblade, this is the condensed version. Um, it's an easy read, uh, and it, it tells kind of about the history of Teen Challenge. Uh, pick you up a copy in the back, and then we have uh, just some of our, our regular information that you could pick up, read up about our program it, itself and some of the different things that we do. And we also have a newsletter back there. Are you guys ready to meet the students at Wabash Valley Adult and Teen Challenge? Yeah? You guys, come on up. Adrian Williams, would you stand up? This is Adrian Williams. He's a, a teacher at our program. You know, it, you can't just run a ministry by yourself. Like, it takes, it takes a, a, a family, especially with these guys. Man, they're tough. Adrian Egan, would you stand up? Egan, Adrian uh, Egan does some public relations stuff for us. Um, he also helps teach different classes and things like that. Both of these men are graduates of Teen Challenge. Um, uh, Adrian Williams graduated uh, from Chicago and, and Rarisburg, and uh, Adrian Egan is a product of Wabash Valley Adult and Teen Challenge. He graduated um, a few months back, right? I'm Chance. Uh, I'm from Fairfield, Illinois. Uh, I've been in the program about eight months now. My name is uh, Kyle. I'm from Indianapolis, and I've been in the program two months, and I'm 35. My name is Hunter. I'm from Vincennes. Been in the program almost two months. My name is Logan. I'm 28, and I've been in the program five months. I'm Randall, I'm from Louisiana, and I've been in the program nine months. I'm Lance, I'm 32, I'm from Peru, Indiana, and I've been in the program for 11 and a half months. Hi, my name is Nick, I'm from Evansville, Indiana, and I came into the program about four months ago. My name's Nick also, I'm from Aiken, South Carolina, I'm 43, and I've been in the program almost two months. My name's Jeremy, I'm from Louisiana, I've been in the program about four days, I'm 34. More special one. I'm uh, 61 years old. I'm from Evansville, Indiana. I'm the old man of the bunch. And I've been here, what, 11 months? My name is Matt. I'm 28. I'm from Terre Haute. Uh, I've been in the program for four months. Everywhere we go, I call these men trophies of the grace of God. That's, that's truly what they are. What was just standing before you are miracles, absolute miracles of God. Because if, if we were honest, how many of you guys should be dead today? 
and you're alive. Like, a year ago, I know for me, 12 years ago, Adrian, we would have been out in the parking lot robbing your car right now instead of being in the house of God worshiping. And these men are in the house of God worshiping with you. That's, that's a miracle. How many of you guys would agree with me? It's just an absolute miracle. You know, like I said, these guys go out on work detail. When they come back, they go through uh, different classes. One of, one of the classes that I love is Biblical Portrait of Marriage. When they're in their senior levels, uh, they take a class, and they, they find out what it means to be a biblical husband, what it means to be a biblical father. What, what does that look like? How am I supposed to treat my wife? Things like finances. How should, I, how should I operate my finances as a Christian? In the, the first four months is the, the foundational work that we do. We, we lay a basic biblical foundation. A lot of these guys uh, resist authority. We have a class on, um, uh, you know, on, on God and, and respecting his authority, what it's like to respect the authority of man being submissive to man and, and God. Um, uh, you know, different classes like, like their spiritual growth. Uh, what does it mean to be a Christian? We lay that basic foundation, and then once that's laid, we begin to, to teach the next level of how to, how to actually apply these things to your life. And so God breaks down that old man during the course of that year. And through discipleship, through what I call true discipleship, walking hand in hand with, with these guys, build them up in the way of the Lord. I remember going into the program. I, I honestly believed with all my heart. I was like, man, I am hooked on, on pain pills, I am hooked on methadone. I am never going to be free of this. Like, there's no way that I could possibly live my life free of this stuff. I'm going to be on it the rest of my life. That was a lie, straight from the pit of hell. I began to see people that had one year, people that had five years, people that had 10 years. I was like, whoa, like, are, are these people really doing this for 10 years? 15 years, 30 years, 35 years. Know what the difference is? Secular programs versus faith-based? This is Jesus factor. It's Jesus that, that changes these men's lives. There's, there's nothing so witty that I can say to change any one of these guys. It's only what is accomplished through the power of God in each and every one of their lives. Will you guys welcome Chance? All right, I'm a little nervous here, but uh, all right, well, uh, start out in a pretty good home, uh, pretty much a mama's boy. Beginning, you know, I got an older brother. My dad was a little bit rough on us, but uh, I always leaned on my mom, so uh, uh, 
I played football, played basketball, stuff like that. Um, when I was 15, I blew my knee out. That's what started my drug addiction. I had about two strips of pain pills. So, uh, you know, I started using those with alcohol, and I started using methamphetamine about the same time. Uh, then I got my, in high school, I got my high school sweetheart girlfriend pregnant when I was 16, had my first daughter on my 17th birthday. Uh, should have been a blessing at that time, but I ain't gonna lie, I was uh, down in the dumps about it. You know, it kind of took my childhood away, but we did the right thing, got married, started working, using a little bit still here and there. But and then I had another child, another daughter at the age of 19. So uh, ended up getting married, and we was married probably seven years, and she left me. Well, when that happened, I spiraled downhill uh, pretty fast there, you know. Uh, I was leaning for something, uh, trying to fill a void that I just couldn't fill. Uh, started, um, you know, uh, ended up in uh, like four different secular rehabs, uh, five different jails, been to federal prison twice. Uh, was gone for almost five years and thought, you know, I had this when I got out, but I didn't have nothing to lean on, so I went right back to drugs. And um, so my mom, like the, my mom ended up about a year and a half ago She's got stage uh, four small cell cancer, so kind of spiraled then too, you know, just kept spiraling, spiraling. And then uh, my dad, I caught some cases and um, started getting in trouble again, things like that. Well, my dad, ended, I woke up in the hospital and uh, I had stolen a truck and wrecked it and everything else and broke into these people's house. And my dad, I woke up and I guess I gave them my dad's phone number or whatever, but anyways, he was at the foot of the hospital bed crying. That's like the second time I've ever seen my dad cry. So he got me home and he started looking on the computer. He's like, man, we gotta get you somewhere. You're gonna die. So I, uh, they found this place. I read all the stuff about it. I was like, there ain't no way I'm going there. You know what I mean? I said, there ain't no way. So him and mom prayed with me about it and uh, I felt God tugging at me. You know, and I was living in sin, but I still felt God tugging at me, tugging at me. So. I finally told him, I was like, all right, you know, I'll go. So when I got up here and everything, it's uh, it's it's rough at first. I mean, you, you're coming down off things, you, the structure and everything. I was, you know, was trying to submit to it and all that stuff. But it's by God that I got up here because I've tried everything in the book, you know, fleshly, human ways, and it, it's never worked. But I feel free. And now with my mom still sick, the cancers came back and everything. Like I was telling Pastor Jeremy, I still have a peace with it because I'm not scrambling to, to fill that void. I've got God, and I know that um, if something does happen, she's saved, and I will see her again because I'm going to remain walking with Christ, and that, that you know that's what you got to do, continue that. Uh, I like the Romans 8.16, the spirit of self bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And I just want to thank these guys and all my brothers because I can lean on any one of them, and they can me as well, and that's where it's at right there, you know. I thank you guys. Appreciate it. Good job, Chance. Miracle of God, man. Miracle of God. Before he was filling that void with stuff. Stuff that actually was destroying him. Today he's filled it with Jesus Christ. And that, that's, I mean, that's, that's a 
powerful statement to say my mom has stage four and I'm at peace. That's, that's powerful to me, man. Like that shows God working in your life in an incredible way. So awesome, man. Keep praying for your mom too. God could do anything. He could save you. He could save me. He could save mom. I believe that with all my heart. Will you guys welcome Matt? Good morning. I didn't really think you was going to call on me today. Uh, my name is Matt. I'm 28. Uh, I'm from Terre Haute. My dad went to prison when I was three. Uh, mother was on drugs and alcohol. Never really had a parent growing up. Had to pretty much raise myself. Uh, about age 12, maybe 13, I started getting in trouble, acting out, looking for trouble. You know, if you look for it, you're going to find it. Uh, been out of, in and out of juvenile, jail, prison. Uh, I've never been to rehab. I feel like God skipped me, all the secular ones and everything, to get me here to really change me. Uh, I hit that point about seven, eight months ago where something had to change, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, <laughs> They told me I was going to freeze up. Uh, but um, this program, is, it's, it's way different, man. I've, I've never been around anybody that was godly. I've never had that upbringing. Uh, God's starting to restore my relationships with everybody one by one. Like, me and my mother's never been close. She's uh, been sober 10 years. We're starting to get close. My father gets out of prison in like 40 days. We're starting to talk again and stuff. I'm anxious to meet him and see what that's like. Uh, I have children of my own. I, I want to raise up, be better. I feel like learning the things that I'm learning and applying them will definitely help me do that. Just So now, instead of seeking for trouble, seeking, seeking that out, you're going to find it. I'm seeking God. And... Uh, Bible says you seek me, you can find me. Uh, my life verse is uh, Isaiah 51.10, or 41.10. It's, uh, fear not, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and uplift you. I will help you and up you, uplift you with my righteous hand. So I'm putting my trust in him. I've never trusted anybody. It's hard, but I'm doing it. I'm going to do it right. Thank you. Good job, Matt. That's awesome, man. Good stuff. So your dad's in prison? How long has he been there? 25 years. And he gets out in 40 days. That's powerful, man. Had no upbringing in the way of the Lord. Now you're depending on Jesus Christ. I want to bring you, your kids up in the way of the Lord, too. And to pluck him from that life, that lifestyle, that's rough. 
That, that is, that's, that's a rough life. To come out of that lifestyle and God just totally transform your life. You're a miracle, man. You know that, Matt? You're a miracle, bro. You're a miracle of the power of God. And that's the truth. I'm so proud of you, man. Really am. Will you guys welcome Lance? Hi, I'm Lance. Uh, growing up, I didn't have my parents around either, so my childhood was pretty rough. And um, I uh, didn't never have no right upbringing, so I was pretty rebellious and uh, didn't like have no regards for rules or the law. Um, I got pretty bitter and uh, started turning to drugs just to escape reality. And uh, um, started getting in and out of the system and jails and I went to prison. And uh, about a year ago, I ended up overdosing and I got pretty strung out before that. And uh, I just knew that it was something I had to give. I was tired of living like that. I had a son in the midst of all this and uh, like I was there for him at first, but then with the drugs, it kind of became impossible for me because I always got convicted about being around him high, rightfully so. But uh, I was in jail, my mother was, uh, an alcoholic my whole life and she wasn't there but she got sober five years ago and she, like we kind of started to talk again and uh, she wanted to get me help too she hated seeing me going down the same path that she did and uh, so she was helping me find somewhere to go from in jail and uh, she uh, told me about Teen Challenge and I was sitting in there and at that time I was like yes yeah, I'll, I'll do anything, because I really wanted to change, but I also wanted to get out of jail at that time. So um, I said, yeah, and we ended up working it out with uh, Steve, the intake coordinator, and he got me uh, where I could get out of jail to come to the program. And I've been here for almost 11 and a half months, and in this time, it's been one of the hardest years of my life, but I've learned responsibility. Uh, I've learned how to uh, trust people again because I've never really trusted anyone and that's a hard thing to do, just like Matt said. And um, I'm learning still every day, I'm growing, but I'm learning to rely on God to get me through situations that I normally never thought I could make it through. And um, Pastor Jeremy said that a lot of us, we shouldn't be alive today and I shouldn't be, rightfully so. I was in the hospital, overdosed. And uh, they had to revive me a few different times. And uh, I'm just thankful to God because I know without him that I wouldn't be standing here. And, that, and that, I don't know if you guys understand or grasp or how deep that is, but I do because I was the one that was dying. And I just, God is so good and I'm so thankful to have him in my life now. And I can walk with him and I learn about him and I, learn new things every day and I'm still growing. I'm still a work in progress and I've been in the program almost a year. But it's been, it's been a, a long trip, but it's been a necessary trip and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the pastors, Pastor Jeremy and Pastor Dave and the guys that work there and have been mentoring me both through the Adrians and all my brothers. 
I love them to death, and I don't know if I would have got to the program without them. And they're there for me through everything. It's, sometimes it's an iron sharpens iron thing, but I'm still thankful for them. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, uh, praise God for everything that he's done in my life. And uh, my verse, my, one of my favorite verses is Psalms 119.9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to God's word, by your word. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> so awesome, man. Another miracle, by the way. Another miracle of God. He should be dead today. But he's living proof that God can change anyone. You know, as he was as he was talking, I was thinking back um, what it was like being addicted. So, so first, first it all starts out as fun and games, right? You you start drinking, you start you know smoking a little weed, making all of these small compromises, and you're having fun, right? I remember I started probably around 15 years old. You're having fun. And then one day you wake up with a needle in your arm wondering how in the world did my life get to this point? It literally happens that fast. How in the world did my life get here? All the people that you start hurting around you. You start destroying your children. You want to stop. Like everything in you wants to quit, but you can't. You try all of the, the, the programs, you in and out of different programs, trying to get free. You want to get free. You hate yourself for what you're doing to your family, but you can't stop. Like you literally can't stop. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And then the world just looks at drug addicts and alcoholics as just a problem, scum, when they should be seeing them with the eyes of Jesus Christ. Because it's only Jesus Christ that can set them free. Ooh, man, I remember being that pastor. Oh, I remember being. I remember Jesus setting me free. I'll never forget the chains breaking off of me, literally breaking off of me. One of the most powerful moments of my life. And can't nobody tell me that, that my God ain't real. No one can tell me my God ain't real. I know what he did. I see what he does every day. What an incredible God we serve. You guys want to hear another testimony? Yeah? You sure? Will you guys welcome Alan?
Alan's the young man on campus, and we, and, and we love him so much. Um, just an incredible guy. You know, you, you, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're 15 or you're, you're 59, 82, 35, 61. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. God can change you at any age. And at any age, you can start living again. And that's the truth. And he's not lying there. I'm Alan. I'm at Evansville, Indiana. I'm 61 years old. I turned 61 years old at the center, matter of fact. When I was 15 and a half years old, I found out I was epileptic. I started going downhill then. Got involved in crazy stuff. Drugs, alcohol, whatever. But I worked every day. I've been very successful in my life when it comes to jobs. But when it comes to drugs and alcohol, as I was growing up, it just, I wanted to be like everybody else out there, I thought. But it didn't work, you know what I mean? And as I got older, growing up, I ended up drinking, going to the penitentiary and all this stuff, you know. And God kept tugging at me. There's a, there, but I want to say one thing. There's Ephesians 5, 14 that I want to state real fast. And it says, awake. Oh, sleeper, you're not dead. Let God shine on you. And that's what me, because I'm dead. July, January 15th, 2011, my father died. Eight month, 11 months later, Thanksgiving Day, 11, 24, 11, my mother died. Double stroke, classified brain dead. I had to watch it deteriorate for five days, six days. That's one of the awful things you've ever seen in your life. If your mother died like that. July 1st, 2012. My nephew comes up to me and says, Alan, your daughter was murdered last night. My daughter was murdered last night by her fiance. Beat so bad, we had to put her in a casket closed. I could never look at her again. I never got to say I love you. I never got to say I love you. My life just took off down eagle. I was losing it all. I didn't care if I was living or dying until I met somebody just out of the blue. I didn't even know him. He run a business. He says, I don't, I don't want to see you lose everything again. He says, how about we try something different? I said, yeah, I'm willing. Anytime you are, you know. He says, they got a program up here in Terre Haute called Adult Teen, Teen Challenge. He said, would you be interested in going up there and give it a try? Man, I'm willing to do anything. You know, I, I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of going down here all the time. I'm tired of doing this all my life. Drugs and alcohol don't do nothing for you. It just feels the numbness. You don't have to feel that pain in your body. And I pray that nobody ever has to step in these shoes and live like that. Because it's hard. It's very hard. It's like somebody just taking the veins in your body and just pulling it through your teeth. Because the pain is so great. Wasn't for this man here and these guys here, I wouldn't be standing here yet today. They've saved my life. This man appears to have saved my life. Jesus Christ. Because I found peace. For the first
first time ever I've been able to handle the grief sober. I was able to process it in my heart, the love and the peace and loving someone again. Because I lost it all. I couldn't love nothing out there. Nothing. But I found it with Jesus Christ. And Wabash Valley don't take down. I don't know what to say, but Jesus Christ is real. He's good. He's very good. And I promise you that much. That man is there. He grabbed my hand, and I grabbed his, and I said, come on, let's go. And that's what happened today. I'm here in front of you. And I'm still standing, and I'm alive, and I will live. Because, man, he has something for me around the corner. I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out what special that he has out there for me. With that, I'm Alan. I'm 61 years old. And I want to say thank you for all of us for having us. And thank God for everything because he gives a miracle. And we are miracles. Thank you. Another miracle of Jesus Christ, another trophy of God's grace, another man plucked from the fire. Eternity changed again. That's what we do at, at Wabash Valley Teen Challenge. We help change eternity forever. Hey, guys, we really appreciate you guys having us. Uh, this morning, uh, we, we really enjoyed spending this time with you guys. Um, if you know someone that's struggling in addiction or know someone that knows someone that's struggling in addiction and they need help, we want to be your missionary for the drug addict and the alcoholic. This is what God's called us to do. So don't hesitate to reach, reach out to us. Um, if, if we can't help, we can find the right people to help. Uh, so with that said, uh, thanks again for having us. We love you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor. Um, can't wait to come back and see you guys again. Thank you. I'm going to awkwardly get set up. You guys can uh, stand and sing with us one more time as soon as I get that guitar from over there. 